This is the last 86,400 seconds in AI. It's your executive summary of what's happening in AI, with a special focus paid to AI safety. It's for busy leaders looking to win with data. Everything we mentioned today is on our Twitter. Follow us on Take Control AI. A lot happened in AI in the last day. Here's what you need to know. Alex? Starting off with a fundraising announcement. Anthropic AI raised $580 million in their Series B. It's absolutely 500, massive. What, what's, the, what's the exact number there again? $580 million in a Series B. $580 million, Series B, which is easily one of the largest Series Bs I've ever seen, like in, in general, um, but especially for AI safety. Uh, for, for those in the audience who are yet familiar with what Anthropic does. Are you able to, to give us a, a brief summary about how they've been thinking about the problems of AI safety? Sure. So they, they've been tackling a lot of the, the deeper issues um, about uh, being able to uh, mathematically reverse engineer behavior of uh, different language models, um, pattern matching in larger language models, um, steerability or robustness, um, just sort of working on baseline techniques to sort of reinforce the, the basics uh, of uh, larger AI projects to make sure they're, they're well aligned, they're not harmful, um, and to sort of understand better how they work. Right. So, so that has been my, my big understanding of Anthropic's work is that it is very close to the metal and not academic per se, but it is very much an applied basic research organization around some of the fundamentals we need to get right on the current cutting edge of integrated systems in AI and in data science that are, are at the current edge of the state of the art to, to see what needs to get done now and tomorrow to ensure the safe, credible, trustworthy, well-aligned, scalable future for near term, and then in the proximal general artificial intelligence. Yeah, this and, this fundamental research definitely uh, will be used by every large organization working on these types of projects. I can I can definitely see that happening. It it might just get buried architecturally in it. It might yeah, be the kind of yeah, thing and that's, that, that's that the years from too. now. Yeah, yeah, years years from now we're all building off of a technology that was developed by Anthropic that is is at, at a fundamental level built into the the prop the technologies themselves um that's that's been my understanding um this is a you know a, a godsend for the ai safety field and i think it's a really excellent indicator of where the field is heading and the strong incentives the field does possess to ensure the safe and and just deployment development of these technologies. So I could could not be more thrilled for the Anthropic team. If you guys are listening, we're huge fans, um, and I think this is excellent for for the field writ large. One hundred percent. Yeah. All right. What else do we have? Oh, oh by the way, approved rebroadcast, please. All um, right. What else do we have? Uh, Facebook today, or the other day, excuse me, uh, announced that they have put out a new 175 billion uh, parameter model uh, to compete with GPT-3. This one is open access, though. So when we say open access, does that mean that 
uh, any of our listeners can go download a pre-trained copy of this model. So they, they do list access to civil society uh, as an option, but it seems like it's more geared towards uh, those affiliated with uh, governmental organizations, academia, uh, and industry research laboratories. Um, so perhaps one day, yes. But right now it is uh, on release under a non-commercial model. Right. So so I think that this approach is really interesting because it acknowledges that there's still some latent danger in f- the full release of these types of technologies. My understanding too about uh, what they're releasing, what are they calling it OPT? Did I read that right? The open pre-trained transformer yeah. model? OPT-175. Yes, My understanding of OPT-175 is that one of the things that Facebook is doing that teams like OpenAI, Google most recently with Palm, and Microsoft with Megatron Turing didn't do is Facebook is releasing a lot of the code beneath all of this, the data sets beneath all of this, how it got trained, and a variety of logging data that showed the particular pathway they took to the release of this model in accordance with the United States NIST's recent uh, specification on requirements for for model training systems. So they're really, I think, my understanding is they're they're setting the new table stakes on what it means to release release a large language model well out to the community in, in ways that I think a lot of the community has been asking for for quite some time. Yeah, it was really surprising to see this come out of uh, Facebook's research arm here. Um, when I when the headline came across my newsfeed, there, you know, my did a little bit of an eye roll, but reading into it, uh, as you specifically said, um, it looks like they nailed pretty much every aspect of responsible development. Uh, and this is this is huge uh, for multiple reasons. I think this is redeeming for them. And this, as you said, is now setting a new standard uh, in terms of uh, transparency and alignment here. Yeah. And I, I think that I, I too saw the announcement Facebook releases large language model and kind of clenched my gut for um what what would have pattern matched properly to something that uh i found myself to be pleasantly surprised with the level of thoughtfulness they released so um i'm excited i think we should try to get our hands on a copy i think i've got a a latent consideration which is you know every time you open the doors a little wider to models like this you increase the probability that you're going to end up with something like um the the open exfiltration of these technologies, because at a at a just pure memetics level, all the all the information itself captured in these technologies wants to be free and wants to replicate, um, and and that is one of the fundamental causes of groups like Eleuther AI and some of of your and I's and the lab's predictions on the medium term and long term AI safety considerations around model exfiltration. So I have my my back of mind considerations on, on you know, how hard it is to to do this type of task well and safely, um, but overall, a lot of um, a lot of gratitude for the team at Facebook for for pursuing this the way they did. Uh, so yeah, uh, I'd say approved. And what else do we have? Uh, you're gonna hate this. This is from AP News. Uh, an algorithm that screens for child neglect raises concerns. Say that one more time. 
an algorithm that screens for child neglect raises concerns. Okay. I have a back of napkin understanding of what that means. Do you want to give us a little bit of a dive? Sure. So uh, social workers around the nation are trying to lighten their loads or speed up work. Um, you know, those those government departments are chronically underfunded. So any technology that can uh, speed up processing of cases uh, is something they're going to jump at here, um, right. which also means they're not going to investigate it properly. They're not going to do their due diligence. And the, the alignment issue itself um, is, you know, certainly uh, one of the, the bigger underlying problems here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we have, uh, out of Allegheny County, uh, they've been using this algorithm to sort of screen for, um, you know, trying to protect children from neglect and, uh, analyzing, you know, whether or not they've been abused or, um, how they're being treated. And a lot of the information that, uh, these models are being fed, uh, reacts with a lot of biased answers excuse me, biased answers. And these, these children are being taken from their parents unfairly. Um, you know, this is definitely one of those cases of, um, this isn't the right tool for the job. And this, this needs to be done by humans. Um, and you know, this isn't just, you know, Oh, you've been issued, you know, uh, a parking ticket or something because of, you know, uh, a faulty text reader of a license plate camera or something. Right. Um, This is, this is human lives. This is, this this is is ruining generations this is one of the things that we we you know on our on the other podcast that we've been producing leaders in ai safety one of our recent guests discussed how the rollout during covid of production ai systems that had otherwise been touted at the outset of covid as one of the potential solutions to how we could move progress in the pandemic forward this rollout's been slower than expected it's been very start and stop and it's largely overpromised and underdelivered because at the end of the day, there was a variety of mission critical failures and, and modes of failure that we've come to identify so far as, as risk factors that prevented systems to be rolled out into production because they just didn't pass mission critical muster. They're because of either transparency problems, explainability, fundamental fairness challenges. Uh, we really couldn't, we, we couldn't get these models to behave well enough in prod in mission critical settings where we were comfortable using them to make long-term decisions. And yet when it comes now to something like uh, whether or not children are being extracted from their home, I think we're running into one of the secondary big problems in, in AI safety, which is that of the discourse of power. Because when it came to whether or not um, everyone should be on a ventilator or not, we decided that AI was in theory fine to use here, but in practice, not re- uh, reliable enough for us to deploy. And yet when it comes to whether or not children can be taken from their families, I think there is a conversation to have about the the discourse of power here and those groups of people disproportionately affected by this who otherwise would look at this and say, this is just another example of of lapses in algorithmic justice. And because this is happening to families who have a lot in dissimilarity to those who are creating the algorithmic systems themselves, there's not a lot of accountability being held here. Um, and, and this is, this is being let to pass where we're now having systems that have egregious failure modes be put into production, as you've said, that, that have intergenerational consequences that, that is yeah, fundamentally no AI's discourse of power problem. Yeah. No accountability, no recourse, no, no justice, just bureaucratic, yep. uh, expedience. 
Yeah, bureaucratic expedients that will always fall under an increasing slippery slope of, uh, look, man, I just work here. Um, for which, as as all things just get turned into process, that this isn't uh, like a person down the block made a decision that you can persuade them um, to undo. This is a, a thing that once trapped in rules and glass and inferential mm. statistics, um, how we how we fight that is is opaque, unclear, and potentially Sisyphean. Um, so it is with a very heavy heart that I say approved for for redistribution um because this is not anomalous but it ought be unfortunately i think it's more common than we'd like to admit Um, but i think it's the kind of thing that the amplification of the message around that these are the contemporary uses of data science systems not all of them but you know where they are being misused here and humans are being left out of loops they should be in i think that's a message worth rebroadcasting so I would say, unless you've yeah. got a, uh, something to to wrap us up with, I'd say that's a pretty good place to stop. Uh, yeah, I do actually. Uh, something. All right. A little more, take one more. Uh, business oriented here. Uh, okay. uh, Deloitte uh, keeps putting out these these wonderful um, business leader oriented uh, short blog posts on um, how your organization can work to uh, you know manage its digital transformation or adopt AI or um, roll out an AI strategy. Uh, and that's what we have today is how to create an effective AI strategy, comma, becoming an AI fueled organization. And I have a couple of uh, key takeaways here, uh, just as, as broader topics that leaders should consider. Um, we have Excellent. Lost Do you want to in... hit us with the top, top few? Sure. Yeah. Uh, lost in AI use cases. Leaders can forget to put their business strategy first. Balance your goals. Over-indexing on efficiency can lead to missed opportunities. Communicate the vision. Publicly signaling transformation can build market value. And remain dynamic. Perpetually iterate your AI strategy. And I like that last one especially because I think it points to the fact that a lot of this ends up by definition being quite iterative. And as you go through different phases of maturity, you may as an organization find that what worked earlier on in your data maturity and your AI maturity is still well aligned with your greater business goals, but the shifting business operations landscape may mean that you're looking to retrofit or tear down and and entirely rebuild previous data systems, which really does, I think, lend itself well towards the notion that, um, you know, when, when you're looking at how to lead a great zero defect data science team, being able to, to take, the greater patterns of how your team works and trap those in glass such that the amount of time it takes to spin up one project versus 10 projects goes down and consistency goes up ends up being a godsend when you're thinking about what does it mean over the course of your organization's lifespan with with data and with ai to be able to iterate quickly and make sure that you have the infrastructure in place that supports the trapping of those best practices and of course their modification and growth Right. And I read this too a bit like don't approach the problem of building an AI with horse blinders. Don't set out to, you know, build one thing and, you know, see all these red flags along the way and not change and, you know, keep going down that path. You need to be able to uh, take those right. into plan accordingly and, and change. Yep. Yep. No, yeah, the, that's, the thing you initially set out to build might not be. With, yeah. Yeah. The thing you set out to build might not, you know, it probably isn't going to be uh, the thing you actually push to production either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Excellent. Hey, uh, I would say approved. Thanks for thanks for including that one. Of course. And uh, I will see you in eighty six thousand four hundred seconds. Sounds good. See you then. The last 86,400 seconds in AI is a service of the AI Responsibility Lab, the team behind Mission Control. Mission Control is the project management platform for high-performing data science teams. Do better zero-defect data science faster at takecontrol.ai.